When I was in primary school, we used to talk about words and opposites. So when they said, what is the opposite of good? The response was bad. And when they said, what's the opposite of success? The answer was failure. But many people believe that success is the opposite of failure and vice versa. But over the years, I've come to find out that success and failure, though they seem like opposites, are not the true opposites of each other. I am Dr. Duny, the award-winning mom empowerment coach. And today, I'm going to talk about that special word that has made many people to recognize that, look, this is not a true representation of me. How many of you as mothers have called yourself a failure? How many of you as mothers have called yourself not good enough? I know I have. And so beautiful, wonderful journey of motherhood is what we talk about, is what we experience. But we all know that in that journey of beauty, we also have the challenges that motherhood brings. And that's what we talk about on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. When we look at our lives as mothers, there are many times that things don't go according to plan. There are many times we beat ourselves up because we thought things were going to go differently. There are many times we made plans, but now they're not working out. And we beat ourselves up because we are unable to provide for our loved ones, to connect with our loved ones, to share with our loved ones. I remember the beautiful winter morning. My daughter comes up to me while I was laid in bed. She was trying to wake me up. Mommy, mommy, she said. Get up, let's go outside. She was trying to get me up to go outside and play in the snow. Because this is something we all love to do. And while I was looking at her smiling, I was heartbroken because I could not get up. I was so tired, exhausted, and overwhelmed. And as she was trying to get me up, her little brother was trying to get the coats. And what hurt me the most was I looked at her, smiled, and said to her, Baby, come into bed and cuddle with mommy. And she so happily jumped into bed to cuddle with me, and so did her brother. But that was the point where I gave myself that dreaded name, failure. I felt like a failure because I could not get what I desired. As a result, I named myself a failure. How many mothers out there, at one time or the other, facing one challenge or the other, have called yourself failure? I want you to know that you're not alone. But right now, as I share this story, I'm not in that same place because I have come to discover. And you know the funny thing about it? The discovery took place in that moment of feeling like a failure. Because that came 
from a decision that I had to find a way through that feeling of failure. And so, what is that moment of pain, of shame, of feeling like a failure that you're going through? I know you might be listening to this or watching this while you're doing other activities. I want you to come back and have a listen, have a look, take notes, because this is going to change your perspective. We started this journey talking about words and opposites. So it's not going to be a, dra a grammar class, English grammar, for those who perhaps did it in school, but it's going to be a concept of awareness, of implementation, of self-improvement. As I grew older, I soon discovered that the notion of failure is not a reflection of not succeeding. The notion of failure is not a reflection of not getting your desired outcome, but rather when you have a task that you'd like to achieve, a desire you'd like to get to, guess what happens? You can continue striving towards it, but also another very important thing you can do is you can fall back. What the real opposite of failure is, is complacency. Yes, it sounds really strange, but that is what the truth is. When we become complacent, we are opening ourselves up for things to rob our time, to rob our belief, to rob our resourcefulness, to rob our Positive energy. So let's talk about this a little bit more. Because right now, once you realize that, oh, I am being complacent at the moment, you can get an awareness into guarding, putting things in place to guard your time, your belief system, your energy, and your resourcefulness. Success is not a lack of resources. Whenever people are trying to do something and they can't seem to get it, it's not because the lack of the resources, it's more the lack of the resourcefulness. So don't let yourself be dis discouraged from going for that promotion at work, that um, exam that you would move you ahead in your career going for that extra study you would like to do because you think you cannot, because you think maybe you would fail. Rather, go for this great thing that you're doing because you know that you can and you will succeed. So today, as I share with you this opposite of success being complacency, we're going to start with things that take your time. One thing about complacency is that you are more or less a little bit laid back. You're not as proactive in finding out what is going on, in being aware of what is within your capacity to control. And as a result of that, guess what happens? Things fall apart. <laughs> guess what happens? You 
lose focus of the ball. Now, there are some people who are into sports. Now, I'm not too much of a very sporty person, but when I was in high school, I played, I represented my school in few sporty activities. And I recall that when you're playing handball, for example, because I played handball and I also played basketball, but when you're playing handball, your eye needed to be on the ball. Because if you take your eye off the ball, you would not know where it is. Is it with the opponent or is it with your team member? Is it going to be passed to you? The moment you take your eye off the ball, things start to go wrong. And so when you are feeling a little bit uncomfortable, when you are feeling a little bit um, disturbed, that in itself can be a good thing sometimes. When you feel too comfortable, that can also be a bad thing. Now, you might be wondering, like, oh, my goodness, I just want a comfortable life. Everybody wants a comfortable life. But there are so many times that when you are too comfortable, you don't move. You don't notice when things are falling through the cracks. You don't notice when the cracks are becoming bigger and wider. You don't notice the gap in the relationships you have with your children, with your loved ones, with your neighbors, with your um, colleagues. You don't know. So it's so important. Okay. Now, when you are in that space of complacency, things can steal your time. That is the moment when you say, you know what, I've worked so hard. It's time for me to go sit on the couch watch some Netflix or flick through my phone, be watching reels. You are losing time. Time is a resource that is finite. You only have 24 hours in a day. You still need to sleep out of that for 24 hours. What are you doing? That's number one. It can steal time. It can take your time. It can waste your time. The act of complacency. Now, the second one is your belief system. I love this one the most because when you think about your belief system, it is formed by the thoughts you you encourage to grow in your mind. The thoughts you allow to germinate and flourish in your mind, the things that you dwell on. Now, if you are complacent, you don't have these thoughts that are towards growth. They seem to be stagnated. They seem to be in a container, not given enough room to grow. And when you are having your thought process, your thoughts, your your beliefs, and what you think is possible, In a container, you're limiting yourself. There was um, a story I heard about a shark. Now, this shark was caught as a little child, not a child, a baby shark, okay, and put in a, a, a tank, like an aquarium. And when it was put in that aquarium, it was there for a while. And it grew and grew and became a particular size. Then someone said, you know what, 
if this shark were to have been in the wide open sea, it would have grown bigger than this. So many times we put ourselves, we put our beliefs in tiny tanks, in tiny containers. We limit ourselves because of complacency. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just watch this. Okay. You know, I'll just take care of this, just this little thing. Okay. I'm happy with this, this savings I have. I'm happy with this thing. And then you just put yourself in that cage. You're not doing yourself any favors. And so it's important now for us to notice that when you are in that place, in that state, that you can be more and you can do more. If you're enjoying this, please, I'd like you to go to the Wellbeing for Mothers show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to it, and subscribe. Why? Because you want to be notified when episodes are released. You want to be able to come back and listen to this. Because I know mothers, we are all very busy. When you're listening to this, you're probably doing having your workouts, doing your shopping, doing the laundry, driving to work. Who knows what you're doing? But I see you and I love you and I thank you for helping me to share this message to empower mothers globally. So as you're doing this, please don't forget to share this with a friend. Because by sharing this, you're empowering other mothers as well. So. We've talked about what complacency does to your time and to your belief system. The third thing we would like to cover is what complacency does to your energy. Now, we all know that in the world, in the universe, we have a huge proportion of energy. So we have energy, we have matter. Energy is a huge proportion compared to matter. Energy is everywhere. We all know that there are certain people who emit low energy. And you really don't want to be around those people because they kind of drain you. They feel sad. They're a little sluggish. They don't like to do things. They don't want to see the good in anything. They're just a bit negative or a bit less optimistic. Maybe you call them pessimistic. So you really don't want to hang around them because their energy is a little draining for you. But you know, there are some people that when you get into the room with them, you just go, oh my goodness, wow, this is amazing. I like the way you feel. I like the way you move. And you really enjoy being in the same space with them. Why? Because they have got positive energy. Because they have got that Ability to bring life into the room. Complacency, unfortunately, has got this ability to make you, to make me, to make those who have that, that attitude to lose energy. This loss of energy comes from things that drain their energy. Did you know that when you're complacent, when you're feeling like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm happy where I am. That kind of attitude. You are less likely to move forward. Why? 
because you're thinking, you know what, I'm just going to chill where I am, enjoy this process. And while you're doing that, you move less. When I was in high school, we did physics. And one of the very important things that I learned in physics was the different forms of energy. We had potential energy and we had kinetic energy. One main difference between potential energy and kinetic energy was the level of movement in kinetic energy. There was a lot more movement. And the higher the velocity, that's the speed of movement, the higher the kinetic energy. When one is complacent, your movement is reduced. Your velocity, your speed is reduced. And so your energy starts to drop. And so we need to be aware that complacency drains our energy. And sometimes it opens us up to people who will also come and help us drain that energy. So being aware is so important. And the final one I'm going to share is the resourcefulness. How many of you have ever had your children say, Mommy, I can't do this. And they go, oh, okay, let me do it for you. How many? Ha, ha, ha. Me, I have. I have done that many times. My daughter says, Mommy, I can't do this. Or, Mommy, I've not been able to get this done. Oh, you know what? Let me do it for you. I used to do that quite a lot until one day I discovered something. Every moment I tell my child, let me do it for you. I am robbing that child of the opportunity to learn. Now, while, of course, it might maybe save me time now, it is better for this child to learn and save her time later and probably will save me time later as well. And so complacency causes us to lose our resourcefulness, causes us to lose our creative abilities, causes us to lose that superpower that we have. And for those who perhaps have not read my best-selling book, Every Mom is a Supermom, I want you to go grab a copy because in there I talk about the superpowers that we have as mothers. One of them is creating, that creative ability that enables us to solve problems, to be innovative, to be creative in our plan, our design, to be able to show our children ways to play, to be themselves, those creative abilities that many mothers have, we lose. Why? Because when you're complacent, you are not working the the muscles. You're not moving the marbles around that keep you innovative, creative, or resourceful. I hope this is making sense. And I hope that you are learning one or two things because the moment we start to tap into who we really are as mothers, we start to be aware of what complacency can do. We can shift it and turn it around to achieve that goal we desire. We can shift it and turn it around to gain that success we desire, whether it's at home, at work, in your business, in your finances, move away from complacency and step into 
success. Now, you might think, oh, yes, Dr. Dunish is just talking about success, 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 work, 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 do, do, do. No. I want you to also pay attention because complacency in your own well-being is going to cause ill health. So you need to be aware. So I'm going to give you an exercise today. And that exercise is, number one, in what area of your mental well-being are you complacent? So what is one thing that you can do that will help you to let go of complacency in your mental well-being? So I'll give you a few examples. It could be that you journal every day. It could be that you would plan ahead. It could be that you would read a book. You would listen to a podcast. You could listen to this. So make sure you not put the notification on. So you have this and you can listen to past episodes, present episodes. You can learn something new. Then the second part of this is in what way or what can you do to let go of complacency in your spiritual well-being? Now, spiritual well-being does not mean religiosity. That means a connection to the higher force, God. Some people say spirit. Some people say feel. I believe in God, so I will say God. Because when you are detached, Spiritually, you start to dwindle in your well-being in other aspects as well. So meditation, prayer, reading spiritual texts, these are ways. Pick anyone that comes to you and note it, that you start making efforts towards that. The third part is, what are you going to do today to help to get rid of complacency? In your emotional well-being. Now this could be having a worry journal. Another one could be perhaps forgiveness. Now that's another superpower that I shared in my book. And if you struggle with forgiveness, there are a few practices that I shared in my book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. So make sure you go into that chapter and you have a read. This book you can get on Amazon. So go ahead, get your copy. This is not a book you read from back to back. No, it is a book that you can get in, get the part you need, utilize it, go back and ref refer to it every now and again. The fourth part is what can you do to let go of complacency in your physical well-being? That could be something like I will be able to I would go out more I will take part in exercises. I will take in some fresh air. I will ensure that I'm well hydrated. I will ensure that I am keeping my environment um, well arranged. Whatever that is for you, commit to it. I hope you have found this useful, not only from the awareness point of view, from the practical examples and exercise that you can do today. I am Dr. Dooney, the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor and the host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. I look forward to connecting with you. Make sure you share this episode with other mothers as well. 
Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this as well. And let me know your thoughts. There is an amazing community where you can watch trainings like this. Not just listen, but watch the training. I'm going to put the link below so you can join the community, be empowered, keep moving, and see things change in your life for the better. So go to www.patreon.com forward slash wellbeing for number four mothers. Looking forward to seeing you there. Until next time, I ask that you stay well. Thank you.